Blog Talk Radio. Hold on to me as we go. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Tom's Talk Hour, the Parenting Hour. We are coming at you live on a Sunday evening to talk just real quickly about a big topic in the world of parenting, and that is a bedtime routine. That's not just the same bedtime, mind you, but it's actually a bedtime routine. And I find that more and more people do not have a steady bedtime routine. Some people have steady bedtime. Kids go to bed at 8.30, 9 o'clock, and all of a sudden the child's bedtime is 9 o'clock and it's 8.59 and everybody's shoving everything on them to go to bed, putting their clothes on, hurry up, brush your teeth, get to bed. Oh, and the night's over. And then there are people who have 9 o'clock bedtimes and it's 9.30 and they figure, you know what? Oh, don't worry about it. We'll just let them stay up. Or we're out at a restaurant. We're not going to worry about it. And it could be a weeknight. And then the other nights, they're wanting to go to bed at 7.30. And it switches from 7.30 to 9 and other places. What I want to do is talk to you all for just a little bit about how important an entire routine is for bedtime. Not just a time to go to bed, but a routine. And especially as they get older and older and older, because by the time they're teenagers, they have different biological clocks anyway. They stay up later. They tend to have a lot more work from school. And sleep patterns change a little bit. When they're younger, the the sooner you set a consistent bedtime routine and do it regularly, the more the child will be used to that and going to bed at the same time and being able to get the sleep that they need to get, and being used to the routine. If children aren't used to having 15, 20, 25 minutes of a routine at bedtime to be able to kind of wind down, then they're more likely to fight the bedtime. If they know that, okay, it's time to go to bed, means we've still got 20 minutes or so. We've got time to settle in, to read a book, to talk, to kind of lay around, then they'll be more apt to going with you. So we've got a caller I'm going to try to put on right now, and let's see if it actually works. Hello, can you hear me out there? Anybody there? Can you hear me? Hi. Hey there. So you got a question today? Oh, there's another caller online too. By the way, caller, can I ask you a question? Sure. Okay, can you hear the talk show, whether I've got you live or on hold? Have you been hearing it this whole time? Yes. You have. Okay, let me put you back on hold and see if it works. Okay, just checking that out because sometimes people haven't been able to hear when they're on hold. 
So I'm going to finish up that story. By the way, if you have any questions, you can always text in to 832-545-4851, or you can call in to area code 347-838-9737. And then you can also uh, send a message on Twitter at Tom Stevens LPC. So if you want to text, text it in, 832-545-4851. Quick show tonight, though. And we'll follow up with a longer one tomorrow. So the key to the bedtime routine is this. You take 20 to 30 minutes. You can pick it. Some kind of routine where you might have uh, uh, laying down in bed. You might have reading a book. You might have telling stories. You might have uh, you know scratching your kid's arms or just hanging out. But this isn't all-inclusive of showers and baths, of putting pajamas on. Uh, You want it to be kind of, you know, once they've got the pajamas on and they've taken their baths or showers, uh, that they're going to brush their teeth and kind of head on into bed. You know, anything I would say in the range of 10 to 30 minutes, which that's why I always say 20 minutes. By the time you get in the room and by the time you leave the room, That's about standard. Now, that's from, say, you know, two years old on up to about eight years old. Then it may get a little bit shorter because they tend to get used to going to bed at about eight a lot quicker than normal. And so you could shorten it. I don't want you to go in and go out and be out of there within a couple minutes. But like in my home, we do a bedtime routine even kind of before we get into bed. A lot of nights we're winding down before we even get into the bedroom and we kind of start that whole routine sooner where things start shutting down, big activity stops. But I love the idea of going in for a bedtime routine and being in the kids' rooms, reading stories, telling stories about the day, checking in and seeing about what they're thinking about tomorrow, saying prayers with the children, uh, talking about what they hope and what they dream and just what's on their mind, being able to, you know, just kind of tuck them in and sit with them in bed for a little bit is okay. I don't usually like parents to stay in their children's room until they go to bed, I mean, until they go to sleep, but I would be okay with them just hanging out in bed with them. I mean, it's great to hang with your child for a little bit. So just know that the routine is key. And if you have several things like singing a song reading a book, scratching their arms, brushing their hair, tucking them in, uh, telling stories that are just make-believe, talking about what you hope is going to happen tomorrow, what you're worried about happening that's still on your mind, that you want to get off your mind, uh, telling them what you think about them and how great you think your children are, you know, just building them up a little bit before they go to bed. Those are all things that can happen over a 10 to 20 to 30 minute period. And sometimes there's a little extra talking that goes on or a little extra singing or a little extra reading. That's why you leave the leeway. But the key is to know your time. And when I say 20 minutes, I know that if I go in at 8 o'clock at night, that I'll be out of the room by 8.20, whether the child's asleep or not. Because that's what's important for them, is to know that there will be a time when you come in and a time when you go out, rather than sneaking out of the room. So you want your children to know what time you're going to be out of the room. You want them to get used to it. Now, I don't have to go in my children's room 
and announce to them, at 822, I'll be out of the room tonight. They kind of know the routine anyway. They can tell when we're ending, you know, when the prayer happens in our room at night, that's when kind of the exit's about to happen. But many nights we just hang out in bed with them and we just kind of talk and see what they're thinking about the next day or what happened this day, uh, what our plans are for the weekend. Just a lot of talking and checking in and, you know, connecting. So you want to start the routine so that they know what to get used to. And this can happen over weeks and months. It is not something that they just click into overnight. That's why routine, I say the same for mealtime. I think mealtimes are just as important too. So mealtimes can be a really big thing for children to know what's coming, to know how long mealtime lasts, to know what they're going to be uh, or can be expecting in terms of time that we're at the meal, time of day the meals are at. Can't be perfect. Weekends happen. And by the way, on the sleep thing, you want to keep a similar pattern on the weekend, but the weekend pattern might change a little bit because they might go to bed a little later. So it's okay to have a 9.30 bedtime on the weekend if they can tolerate it when they have an 8.30 bedtime during the week. You know why? Because you're still going to keep that kind of 20-minute window. And by the way, once you do this for a long time, what you can do at that point is you can have a night where, okay, it's a rush. We've got to get them into bed. It's late and late and late. They've got school tomorrow, and we just we aren't able to do the 20 minutes. You can do that and still be okay. You can't do that in the beginning because your children won't get used to it, and they'll be around, and they'll probably react to it. That's why it is so critical when you start bedtime routine to just know when you're going to do it and nights that you go in to do the 20 minutes, you got to get in to do the 20 minutes and go right because that way your children will know what's coming. Guarantee you tons of positive results with this. This is also very important during stressful times, times that kids are worried, times that children are uh, really worked up and excited. It helps them to calm down. You're giving them some time to get used to the idea of them going to bed. I'm a big fan of children having their own room, being in their own room rather than sleeping with their parents for one main reason, that that is their sanctum, that's their sanctuary, that's their you know, place that's theirs, nobody else's. So when it comes time for them to deal with their stress and their worry and their fear, I want them to be able to have their room to go to and not have it be a place that they're scared of or that they don't feel comfortable and safe in. The one way we can make sure that happens is by them having that place to go to. It doesn't make a huge impact when children have time out in their room and they also go to their room because they'll still see their room as their place. If time out done out of fear or out of punishment, then it could be a problem. Then they could have a real hard time going to their room. But if timeout's done or discipline's done in a healthy way, the room is no big deal when it comes to sleep. So remember this. 20-minute, we're just saying 20-minute average. Doesn't matter if it's 10, doesn't matter if it's 30. Some parents like to be in their children's room a little bit longer at night. That's okay. Some like to be shorter. So 20-minute average of bedtime routine. Shower's done, bath's done, teeth brushed, pajamas on. 
Okay, let's all settle in the room. You might sit on the floor for a few minutes and play a game. You might lay in the bed for a few minutes and play a game. You might scratch their arm, brush their hair, um, tuck them in, tell a story, read a book, pray, sing songs. It's just a rest and relaxation time so children can get used to going to bed. Once you get close to that 20-minute time where you're leaving the room, you let them know, I've got five more minutes and I'm going to leave the room. And then you let them know, I've got one more minute and I'm going to leave the room. You do this a lot with younger children. As they get older, five, six, seven, you don't have to do it as much. Then when they get to be eight, nine, ten, eleven, you can go in and that 20 minutes turns into ten. And it becomes shorter. But it you should spend a good, solid five to ten minutes in the room for sure with them. Because by the time you just say, I love you, I hope you have a great night sleeping, we want to pray together, we want to talk a little bit about tomorrow, it's already past the five to ten minute time. So at least want that. And your children can grow to expect it. There's nothing like having a 10, 11, 12-year-old who wants you to be in there before they end their night. Also, remember the room is their sanctuary. They're to relax, to settle in, and you want them to learn how to have that place instead of being afraid of it. It's been great having you all on tonight. Definitely check us out here at blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com. Search under Tom Stevens. You'll see our shows coming up. And by the way, we're just going to have an open forum coming up this week where you can call in and ask any question you want, being a therapist. I get questions all the time about a lot of topics having to do with parenting, relationships, and just life in general. And that's what I'm here for. So thanks for tuning in. You can join me uh, online on Facebook under Couch Time with Tom or at my website at TomStevens with a V dot U-S. Appreciate having you all here. And definitely come back. And join us again tomorrow. Y'all have a great night and have a great week. We'll see you soon. Hold on.